Now, before this morning, I thought I for sure absolutely knew the worst way to wake up. <laughs> and then McCall went and did something different, which whacked. I should, I should correct myself. I should be clear. McCall didn't go and do anything different. Something different happened to McCall. And I'm like, eh, you know what? Actually, that's the worst. She wins. AJ McCall at VFX. Because, so I had this dream the other day that I was apparently cognizant enough that I was awake because my in my dream, I was like, all right, let me finish this task and then I will get up. And then all of a sudden, whatever I was working on, I have no idea. I don't remember. But the computers froze. And then I heard myself out loud in the dream say, ah, well, I can't get it done. Uh, I guess I'll snooze in. And then I slept for like 15, 20 more minutes and then finally got up. And I thought, okay, that's pretty bad because that's like my subconscious telling me, tough, we're not getting up. Yeah. That's not as bad, of course, as when you dream, you know, you've gotten up, you're starting to get ready, all that. All of a sudden your alarm goes off and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, why am I not Crap. showered? Why is my hair not done? Oh, Been there. Man. Been there. That one's the worst. Well, mm, slightly the worst. Some of the worst ways, like when I used to work at the bank, we used to have, I swear, seven songs. I mean, I mean seven songs. So I'm not like hypothetically saying, oh, seven songs. No, we used to have seven Christmas songs that would play on loop That's at the seven? bank. That was it. That was it. Seven elevator jazzy Christmas music songs. And I would dream about them because Christmas time at the bank is always stupid busy. No, I'm sure. It's like ridiculous. And so I would have dreams about that. And then I would wake up humming the freaking music from the bank to get up, to get ready, to go to the bank, to hear the stupid songs. Yeah, it was the worst. Okay, that's pretty bad. That's not even what I was referencing. I was going to say that McCall found a new way to wake up that's terrible, which is when you think you've got something done, Ugh. and then you wake up and find out, nope. Why is my coffee not made? That's one that I have been doing recently. It's like, where is my cup of coffee? It's not made yet? Are you kidding? Like, in my brain, I thought I've already had one cup. There was a guy in California who just woke up in the middle of a nap and uh, wakes up, bam, black bear. Like right me to you distance away. He's like the Whoa. artist. That'd be awesome. No, no, not the artist. Oh. Like a rar. We are right. So he just he just sits over there and uh, that'd be pretty terrifying. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> I don't think you go out in my backyard to get any time soon. He like slightly panicked, and then the bear was like, "Ah, sorry," <laughs> ran away. Like, I was just about your car's extended warranty. I was just making sure that you knew that you look beautiful when you sleep. That's had to be in what he was saying because bears are creepy or something. <laughs> Worst ways to wake up uh, would be with a massive congestion, massive sinus headache, itchy eyes, all that. Uh, found out yesterday it was how my girlfriend woke up, so we, we closed the windows last night. But what is crazy is the as terrible as allergies are, the sheer amount that people are going to spend on them is mind-boggling. Allergies are already really stupid, but then you find out they're really expensive and it makes them even dumber. It sure does. AJ and McCloud, VFX, condolences to any of those dealing with allergies because it seems like this last really week and a half, they have kicked it into high gear for whatever reason. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm really unhappy with it. <laughs> I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. Like, we've been keeping our windows open so that we actually have Same you know, cooler air and whatever. And... Uh, yeah, I hate it because then I wake up in the morning and I sound like this. It's no, terrible. I, I Awful. completely understand. I said yesterday, Ashley and I were doing the same thing to avoid turning on the air conditioner because we don't have central air. So 
longer we can hold off, the cheaper it's going to be. And then she was like, I have a headache and my eyes are itchy and swollen. And I'm mm-hmm. really congested. I was like, this sounds terrible. All right. And then we, so she, I don't know, she's still sleeping now. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes. But we had to close the windows too. But you would say, okay, so allergies, they're terrible. They're absolutely terrible. No one denied complete sympathy, especially this past year where it was like, is it, is it a cold? Is it allergies? Is it COVID? We don't know. We don't know. But then it was, then I found out. That it's $16,000 over your entire life dealing with stupid allergies. That actually doesn't surprise me. 16 Gs. So so I was thinking about this the other day. Because you got to buy allergy medicine, right? So flashback for a minute. Here's my fun little story, okay? When I was living in Vernal, I found out you can go get the Kenalog shot is what it's called. Right. And it's like an allergy thing that you can end up getting the shot. It's like, it was like 90 bucks or something. And you go in, you get the shot, call it good. Well, when I went in to go talk to the guy about it, the guy was like, well, I just want to make sure you're not trying to take the easy way out with this, which I look back. I'm like, what a D bag. Like, I'm sorry. I don't want to not breathe. I like being able to just breathe normal. Like if I could go smell lilacs, I would love them. But the smell of lilacs goes like this for me. Ah, nice. Oh, no. Why did I do that? Because then I can't breathe for the next, like, week. It's awful. So the easy way, uh, needle, you know, one needle, bunch of pills, I suppose. But, you know, needle versus swallowing a pill. So he tells me, he's like, okay, so here's what you need to do. I need you to take. He, like, gives me, like, a prescription suggestion, quote, unquote, with, like, take some Allegra, take some nose spray, take some of this other medicine. And it's like, okay, so I have to double the doses on all of these things or, or, or hear me out. I could spend $90 on a shot or I could spend a hundred dollars on medicine. So what do I do? I spend a hundred dollars on medicine, try it out for a week, hated it because I was groggy as all get out. And then I just went back in, spent $90 on a stupid shot. That dude, that dude clearly worked for the pharmacy. I know. What I a, was, I what was a like, tool. I was so shocked. Absolute tool. I was thinking about it last night. It totally makes sense. $16,000 over the course of your life is on like an immense amount of money, but it's a good amount of money. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I mean, if you're buying $100 worth of allergy medicine every freaking season, totally. Yeah. I, I mean, it. again, I hate it. What a tool. I know. Just take the easy way out. Look, I just want to breathe. So, I, seriously, less talk, more shot. I need to see if I can find it somewhere here because, like, idiot. I'm already at this point right now where I'm like, man, I can't. <laughs> Aunt McCall, we don't want you taking the easy way out. I'll take the easy way out. Just, just take your float A's and your, your Mucinex and whatever else you need to do. Oh man, no, it was, it was like. Flonase and Allegra and there was some other thing. It was like an eye drop. And so it was like, here, we're going to stimulate all your senses. It was terrible. I hated it. (laughs) Speaking of stimulating senses, yesterday, McCall took upon the challenge of playing the game uh, Think Fast because I'm not allowed to because I won't be censored in that. And then I'll try and win. And then it's a whole thing. So she played against the listener. See how it goes. After Gabby Barrett and Charlie Puth, that's at about uh, six minutes. VFX. It's really easy. You get to just give an answer in a very fast manner. Yeah. Hopefully it's correct. AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. I'd say correct. I think McCall and I both think that we're both very quick on our feet. And I'm not here to deny nor confirm any of that. We're just going to play a game. Now, we're uh, lucky enough that we got someone to call. We got a couple people to call. And we're apologizing if you were not the first one to call in. We only do it with one. But uh, Chris is going to play the game. Think fast. Think fast. Excuse me. Think fast. <laughs> Think fast with a call. 
Chris is going to play Think Fast with us because McCauley says she's really quick on her feet. So the only way to put it to test is by challenging somebody else. Of course. All right, Chris. So here, here's the rules. You and McCall are uh, going to go back and forth. We'll see who answers faster with various topics. I'm going to give you some kind of scenario, and it's going to start with a certain letter. Got it? Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right. Well, we can start. We'll, we'll ease everybody into it. All right, Chris, what's the kind of cookie that starts with O? Oreo. See, there you go. McCall, Crushed it. What's a birthstone that starts with R? Ruby. Wow, <laughs> okay, actually, see, I didn't know that happened. See, you guys are doing fine. You guys are doing fine. Not that hard. All right, Chris, what's a pet that starts with M? A monkey. <laughs> McCall, what is a uh, worthless college degree that starts with P? PhD. <laughs> oh, wait. That's not worthless. Oh, shoot. <laughs> First point for Chris. Dang it. <laughs> All right, all right, Sorry, Chris. All right, Chris. Uh, what's something you push that starts with B? Something you push? Yeah. Uh, boat into the water. Ooh. McCall, he's good at this. I don't know I that know. you're going to get him. I'm really nervous. Okay. All right, all right, here we go, McCall, for redemption. McCall, you're a shoplifter. Name something too big to put down the front of your pants that starts with W. Wumbo. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> a whale. I can't steal a whale. A whale. All right, McCall's going to steal a whale in this scenario. All right, Chris, I think you are a champion. You are a much Aww. faster thinker than me, McCall Taylor. Go me. Go, go you. We're playing. <laughs> I, I just want to throw this caveat in defense of McCall. I'm not allowed to play think fast because no. my brain decides to be right more than uh, politically correct or yes. not politically correct. Than well, censored. well censored. censored is the correct. Yes. So I'm not allowed a- to AJ play. AJ can't so. play because things come out of his mouth. We get fired. It's not great. We don't like that. Wumbo and whale, huh? I d- I don't know what else. Windex, I guess. You can fit that out of your pants. Watermelon. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm, I'm riffing through things in my brain that I could have chosen. <laughs> whale is the only like reasonable option, I guess. Fair enough. Where are we buying a, where, where can I buy a whale from if I decide not to stuff it down my pants like Well, that's the thing. You can't buy one. You're stealing it from the aquarium. <laughs> in my scenario, in got my it. brain, that's where I, I was it. at. Okay. Fair enough. Can't buy them. So They're half, not buyable. Half point. Half point to the McCall Taylor. Still not enough so to win. Can you just enlighten me? Just I don't need the whole walkthrough because I'm sure it's really complicated. How in the world are you stealing a whale from an aquarium? I have no idea. Just out of curiosity. Okay. Look, AJ, when you put your brain to it, you can do anything. <laughs> you imagine something like, no. what do you want to do when you grow up? I want to steal whales. Okay, uh, let's, no. Let's circle back to that. Okay. Okay. Um, why? See, you thought you thought McCall just got stumped. No, she had a plan. It was just uh, awful, more outlandish than you expected. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's ironic that you said steal a whale because I I happen to to love and date a girl who suggests stealing animals all the time to set Whoa. them free and or bring them home. So please do not give her that kind of encouragement with well, you know whatever you set your mind to. Nah, mm, clever. Because no, thank you. I don't know what we would do with a whale if she stole it. Just the other day, we were watching a zoo show. She's like, let's steal these otters. And I'm like, what are we going to do? She's like, they can swim in the bathtub. They'd love that. And I was like, yeah, okay. They probably would. They probably would love that. What do we do when we shower? How are we going to afford all the food they eat? They would be so happy. They don't eat much. They don't eat a ton. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that it's just expensive, but they don't eat a ton. What did I just say about not encouraging this kind of behavior? Well, then you got me on this brainwave, and I'm like, ooh. But maybe, maybe 
This is why she's in charge of the Florida Knot store. She finds a way to empathize somehow. Friday, Florida Knot, Integra Financial Services, Florida Knot's the calm before the storm because we all know that Florida is going to cut loose on a weekend and then Monday we come around and be like, oh my gosh, there's so many terrible stories. Yeah. So. Unfortunately. Really? I mean, this should be a cakewalk. Oh. AJ McCaud, VFX, with Architect Car Wash up for grabs. Let's hear the headlines. I mean, I'm proud of you for thinking that it's going to be a cakewalk, AJ, but you know, <laughs> no such luck, bud. Headline number one. Some guy tried to break into an ATM with a blowtorch, accidentally welded it shut instead. <laughs> Idiot. That's what happens when it gets hot. Okay, it melts. Surprise. Oops. And we got headline number two. A deli meat thief fell through the ceiling of a subway. It, <laughs> what, a, what a really, really niche title. The deli meat thief. I just don't understand. I mean, and we'll get into this, but like... How many times do people have to fall through roofs for you to realize you can't crawl through them? That's fair. I, I thought, you know, as a kid, it could support me. I've never really I mean, thought as an adult, yeah, all right, so we'll sneak up in the roof and right. it'll totally hold me up. Right. Yeah, and I then we've got on that. Then we've got headline number three. Some guy stole an ambulance. Later spotted by the off-duty paramedic who usually drives it. <laughs> What? what? What did they get? A self-driving ambulance. It's is, so nice for it to pick me up for work. What is going on? <laughs> is there a worse niche name to be a bandit of than the deli meat bandit, the deli meat thief? <sighs> I mean, I get it. Sometimes you can, you can maybe sneak under the radar, right? AJ McCall at VFX for the, the thing that maybe nobody would notice. It just makes you think of that Hey Arnold episode where those dudes are counterfeiting pennies and the kids go, who'd be dumb enough to counterfeit pennies? <laughs> That's what it sounds like when you're the deli meat thief. I mean, am, 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 am I wrong, Alex? It sounds really stupid to be the deli meat thief. Right? Like, just go get some. Yeah. It's not that hard. Yeah. Integra Financial Services, Florida, not three full stories, please, McCall. Okay. We got story number one. Two men tried to break into an ATM using a blowtorch, but instead of, uh, you know, opening it up, they, they melted it. They welded it together. So then they were really stuck. One guy served as a lookout as the other one was armed with a crowbar and a blowtorch. Like, oops, I eat, I guess. So instead of cutting it open, it got all. We were just making it more secure. Well did. And then they left empty handed. Thankfully, they had pretty good, uh, pretty good photos of them. So they caught them. But those things got cameras. And yeah. Surprise. Sure they're put in areas where there's also cameras. Yeah. They do it on purpose, okay? So there's story number one. Story number two, some guy was arrested on Tuesday after he stole a kid's bike, then stole a Harley, then stole a stack of deli meat from a subway, and then fell through the roof of the store while hiding from the cops. I don't understand why people are like, ah, problem solved, in the ceiling. What? No. <laughs> dude, also, dude like... lived out his family. He's like, all right, bike. No, 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 Harley. All right, there it is. No, 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 no. Deli meat. meat. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Like, That's what it was about. Not that I'm going to ever suggest anybody climb into the ceiling and like hide. But if you're going to climb into the ceiling and like hide, like, you know, sheetrock doesn't hold like anything. <laughs> well, it never works. Well, you know, we can get, we'll get it. Find, find the studs, we'll, bud. We'll and then we've got story number three. Some man stole an ambulance on Monday. He was caught driving it first responders were on a call at the time fortunately the patient's condition wasn't life-threatening this guy drives it 45 miles minutes south hmm. then was spotted by the same paramedic what are the who normally drives the ambulance 
He was off duty at the time, apparently was just out riding his motorcycle. So he called the police to tip him off. They caught this guy, even though he crashed into a tractor trailer before they could stop him. No one was hurt. The ambulance a little bit banged up. There you go. Oh, thank goodness. Three crazy stories. <laughs> okay. I think I have, uh, n- eh, well, I-, I think I know what I narrowed down, but I don't want to influence your decision yet, Alex. What do, what do you think? Um, what do you think? Oh, okay. Me first then. Okay. I, I think either one or two because, uh, one, hilarious that they had a blowtorch, which I got to be honest, if you were to ask me beforehand, I would be like, I think that would work. I mean, you would think, you know, something like that would you melt your way through. You got to be able to find something. I The only thing that would have made it worse is if they set the money on fire. That would have been hilarious. Yeah. And the story number two, like we said, the, the lunch meat dude, total idiot. But he had a Harley. He was on the right stealing path, and then he hit up on the ceiling, which I think we'll definitely get into. Is what calls that? Like, why do you do that? It never works. And then <laughs> falls through a subway of all places. Like, sir, this is a subway. Can you please leave? So I think probably one gun to my head. You know, I think I'm going to roll with you. Let, let's go with just one. Okay, that easy. All right, here I go. I hope I'm right, and it's not your your ceiling guy here, McCall. Is it story number one? It is. Congratulations. Uh, hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Okay. Where was the uh, the ceiling dude? Ceiling dude was actually in Idaho. Whoa! Whoa is right. What part of Idaho? I am unsure. Low blow there, Idaho. That's not very intelligent. Sorry, guys. That one's a, one's a little rough. Idaho <laughs> Falls was where it was. What? Yeah. Congratulations to Alex. He wins Florida, not on VFX. You're not going to get out of this, Idaho. Because I want to talk about the, the ceiling thing. It's a fair point that McCall brought up because I feel like there's two different scenarios in which you see people in ceilings. One works and one doesn't. So don't hide in ceilings. Nope. Watch out, Idaho Falls. People lurking in your ceilings, apparently, as they fall through subways trying to steal deli meat. <laughs> AJ and McCall at VFX. So McCall raised a really interesting point earlier when we were talking about the story, when we got in the headlines specifically uh, for the Integra Financial Services Florida. Not. She said, why do people hide in roofs? It never works. Yeah. Like what? the ceilings. Yeah. The oh, ceilings. Sorry. Uh, yes. I agree with you. And I was thinking about it. To me, in even shows, it never works. But there's only two situations. When you're hiding in the ceiling, inevitably... People fall out of the ceiling and it leads to some either dramatic moment or some silly reveals they fall down mm-hmm. or whatever. Or there's the air ducts. And that one's more hit or miss. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it has the exact same result as hiding in the ceiling. True. So basically the moral story is ceiling is not a good option. It's not going to work. I just don't understand. Like, is, is the thought process like, oh, maybe they'll go down to the basement and then I can <laughs> climb out of the ceiling and get out? Like, where's, what is the thought process? Like, if you go down to the basement, you probably got a better chance. I don't know. For you real. Think, like, like you said, we talk about things semi-regularly of, that we saw as a kid, like spontaneously combusting or quicksand. There were going to be huge issues when mm-hmm. we grew up and then they're, they're not even things. I was pretty sure I was going to have to stop, drop, and roll at least 15 times by this time in my life. We, we spent plenty of time learning it. But then, you know, and then you the ceilings thing, it's the same thing. It's so many shows and stuff. It doesn't work. So no. people should stop doing it. That's one of the things cartoons taught us that you should be concerned about it. I'm not saying it happens regularly. I don't think there's criminals just falling out of ceilings constantly. Well, I mean, <laughs> but it's it only to- the third story we've had in Florida or not history of people falling through ceilings, which is, I'll be honest, three too many. There's three too many. I can't believe people are actually doing this in real life. I just look. I'm not suggesting that you climb into a ceiling. If you climb into a ceiling, though, if you climb into a ceiling, though, and you're in an attic or whatever, don't 
for the love, don't walk on the sheetrock. If you see the sheetrock oh. and you see it, that's not a stable support system. I'm, okay? I was always terrified as a kid and probably admittedly still a little bit so. Every time I went up in the attic, I was like, I'm going to fall through. Yeah. I don't know why. Just a random fear that I have fall through. Because there's always, I don't, maybe maybe it's just because the people I knew, they were always working on their attics. And there was always like, don't step on that part. It's not done yet. You could fall through. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't let people up here then. It's just not, they're just not made to support humans standing on them. <laughs> they're made to look good. Okay. Do not hide in ceiling. Check. Please. How many people out there, trust me, myself included, they have a bunch of stuff. They're like, I got to get to the DI. I got to drop this off. I'm meeting to forever. It's sitting in a trash bag in my trunk. Well, uh, not the DI, but Goodwill, much along the same industry lines, issued a statement the other day, which I think is worth noting and maybe making a comment before we continue to donate stuff. Because, uh, look, you got stuff you want to get rid of that is serviceable. Great. It's the DI, not the dump. Correct. Now, I know we've got the DI and not Goodwill, but since they're both in kind of the same business of collecting the stuff we don't want anymore and doing us a solid <laughs> sort of of taking the crap that we really just need to get rid of. Yeah. Yeah, I think the message still stays the same. AJ and McCall on VFX because Goodwill politely said, stop giving us garbage. What? They don't want that? That's dumb. Look, guys, <laughs> y'all should know what's trash and what's not, okay? If you're getting rid of it, you're getting rid of it, right? Right. Right. So if you look at it and you think, oh, hey, here's a garbage bag. Well, you know, yeah, they can just throw it away for me. You are a trash human. Garbage. Absolutely not okay. I have I have so many things on this. Like, you didn't realize this was a hot button topic for me. It is. It is. I didn't. She's correct. AJ had no idea. No clue. So, check this out. Here's another thing. Since we're just ranting over here. All right. Yeah, we, yeah, we both are clearly just ranting right now. If the DI is closed... I Uh-oh. saw this the other day. The DI is closed. Oh, no, I didn't make it in to drop off my donations. Do not put it outside the gate, inside the gate. Just for the love, wait an extra McCall, day. Wait a second. You know for a fact that when it comes to those donations, they have to sit in your trash bag in your trunk for no less than three months. It's true. So I finally made it over there, and you're telling me I'm not leaving. I'm not coming back. That's three months from now going down dude absolutely not no no <laughs> this is like the most infuriating thing to me okay like i i don't understand oh it's fine they'll be grateful for my donation get the heck out get the heck out okay like what what makes you think okay i love the di it's one of my favorite places to go because i love be like there this weekend thrift shopping it's my jam what makes you think that the thrift shop the di Makes, makes the people who are working there less of good human beings. Oh, not that. That you get to, like, just drop the stuff and it's fine. They get to deal with it. Seriously, this is something that is such a hot button topic for me. I, I've had people that have been around me that have worked at the DI while they were getting on their feet. And it's like, they, stop. Stop trying to just, like, pawn your garbage off and throw it in the freaking middle of the parking lot because you you failed to set up an appointment to go and drop off your donations i understand it's a pain in the butt to set up donations i get it that's just it's just how it is okay 
The example it uses is basically if it's something you don't think people want, don't give it to them. If it's a table that's missing a leg, that's trash, not something yes. you should donate. Thank you. Nobody wants to refurbish that. That's just garbage, which frankly, honestly, I'm not saying that you shouldn't try and donate because they'll get use out of it and people will find it, whatever. But it's easier, I think, to, unless you got to go to the dump to throw stuff out in the trash can than it is to go to the DI. It is. So it's confusing to me that people would take their trash to the, the DI to Goodwill and be like, your problem now. You know, and I understand that like people think that their garbage is gold. That's what it is. Let me let me rephrase. I don't understand. I don't <laughs> understand how people think that their garbage is gold. Like, oh, it's I touched it, so it's here. worth it. Like, I I just I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. When That's it comes it. to like you autograph everything I'm taking to the DI. Get out. <laughs> I, I autograph I, this. I, it's worth a lot. Now worth $2 instead of 50 cents. I just don't understand. I don't understand the comprehension when it comes to the DI slash Goodwill because people just feel like they can just drop it and take advantage of it and like... Yeah, DI, dump it here. Here. (laughs) Wait for the gates to open. Donate it when you're supposed to donate it. Like you would never go up to Walmart and like punch the doors open and be like, Hey, I just needed to come in here to get some milk. Thanks. We'll see you later. That's exactly how I stroll in Walmart constantly. That's robbery. Okay? Like <laughs> I'm AJ Knight. They got it. They understand what's happening. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> McCall played the game Think Fast. It went okay. It was fun. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, reciprocation is part of the AJ McCall show, so apparently there's some game I have to play called uh, Explain Yourself. Yep. It's going to be fun. Uh, I have my doubts. <laughs> Apparently, it's my turn to think fast, and I'm not looking forward to it. Hey, Jade McCall at VFX, because McCall said I'm going to play a game called Explain Yourself. Now, the game, in and of itself, makes me laugh outrageously. Oh, boy. So I am very excited. Basically, I'm going to give you a scenario that you may or may not end up in, and then you're just going to have to explain yourself. It's very simple. Okay? (sighs) Yeah. Explain yourself. You're house-sitting for a friend when they come home unexpectedly a day early, and they find you naked in bed with a bunch of stuffed animals. Explain yourself. <laughs> a pipe burst. What? You're not going to believe this. What? So I didn't want to wear any of your clothes because that is super weird. So I threw all my stuff in the dryer, but then I got cold, so then I had to get out of the blankets, and then I was like, well, this is weird with all these animals staring at me, so if I bond with them, then it's less weird. Okay. Great. <laughs> okay. Um, There's no coming back from that. There's no reason no. to ever be naked in your friend's house. No. Okay. Here's your next scenario. You've been busted by the cops. Spray painting your name in big letters on the side of a Costco. Explain yourself. <laughs> I swear if you say, do you know who I am? I'm going to lose my brain. I, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> so, so you're not going to believe this. But Costco actually, in such, there's such a desperate need for employees. They asked me to come over here and uh, paint. Here's the problem, though. I kind of lied to get this job. Oh, so gosh. I'm just, I'm feeling it out a little bit here, getting kind of used to the cans. And then I'm going to paint, you know, a nice little uh, picture for them. I'm lying. Yeah. Okay. I can't paint. No. I've actually never handled a spray can. Maybe I'm good with it. No Maybe idea. It's like, shh. That's actually impressive Look, that I'll you've just, never had a one pret- before. I've never done. I'll pretend to spray under my arms like uh, the Axe. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's another one. When you get a pedicure, 
You sat down to take your shoes off. You threw one and said, I got you, after it bounced off the adjacent wall. Everyone looked at you like you were crazy. Explain yourself. Okay, so you're not going to believe this. <laughs> but I figured out the only way to get ghosts to respond is if you gotta, you got to be loud and you got to throw something at them. It doesn't oh. actually hit them. It just startles them because they're like, what is, what is this doing? Like, what? They freak out every time. Little did you know that that, that salon was built on a, a Native American burial ground, and there are ghosts run amok up in that place. Oh, good. Good. Just doing everybody's solid keepers. <laughs> Nicely done. The last thing I need is someone cutting my nails and my feet, and all of a sudden and the ghost is like, ah! and then I, all of a sudden I get my toe cut off. Yeah, that'd be terrible. Yeah. Okay, and your final explain yourself scenario. You're running down the street in a cheerleading uniform with a bag of money. Cops are chasing you. Explain yourself. We've got spirit. Yes, we do. We've got spirit. How oh about you? Oh, my gosh. AJ's a cheerleader. Do you think if I threw the bag of money up in the air, they'd be distracted just enough for me to just bolt in some other direction? No. I don't think so. I don't so think so. Either. Just try to fight a group of people like, free money! Woo! Just try to get a bunch of people to gather. Uh, I think for that one, back, it was all McCall's idea. Yep, probably. <laughs> probably so. Honestly, that one, I was like, look, we do the spirit competition every year on the AJ and McCall show, and unfortunately, yours truly lost. So yep. Here I am wearing the cheerleader uniform, and I know what you're thinking. What am I doing with all this money? Well, you see, while I, you know, fear, knowing I was going to have to wear a cheerleading uniform, I started this, this thing you may have heard of. It's called OnlyFans, and it turns out it went crazy. Rolling in the dough. So I'm actually running to a high school right now to donate this cash before I forget. Yeah. <laughs> but why are the cops it? chasing you? You're telling me you're going to see me six foot two, 250 pounds in a cheerleading outfit with a sack of cash. People aren't going to be a little bit interested in what's happening. There. There you go. I, I'd, be like, I'd, I'd be a little bit curious as well. Be a little like, suspicious. That's a little, that's a little sus. Yeah. Something's going on there that I need to, all of a sudden there's just be a convoy of cars. It's not just police officers. There's a convoy of cars being like, what is happening here? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Way to go, AJ. You did well. Uh, once upon a time, I used to be, you know, that thing you do, a liar. So oh. None of the, all those situations, I think, ended the same way. I got tasered and put in handcuffs. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now that we've clearly covered the unsophisticated, because cheerleading outfit, naked, stealing, all that, uh, how about what's sophisticated? Because it's it's interesting to me, the older I get for this, I feel like the lower the bar goes. In terms of what is sophisticated. So let us define this clearly so I know what I should hopefully achieve and strive for. I feel like the older I get, the lower the bar gets for the definition of sophisticated. AJ McCall at VFX. And so I feel like it's a good idea to just classify it because a list was put out of quote unquote how you're sophisticated. And I meet most of the qualifications, but I don't feel sophisticated at all. Like if you're like, AJ, you're sophisticated. Like, who are you looking at? Somebody behind me you're talking to? Who are you chatting to? Because they ain't me. It's like, it's like, go to museums, drink wine. I was like, I do that stuff. Know Somebody... about the stock market was on the list. We talk about stonks all the time. I mean, I call them stonks, so I feel like that I mean, kind of yeah. cancels that one out a little bit. Yeah. But it's, it's, no, no, that's definitely, no, I'm not sophisticated. No, no. So how would you define it? That's what I need to know. I need to know what actual people, not some stupid survey or whatever it is says. survey from the internet the internet defining what sophisticated is that's rich yeah i mean it probably is but no i'm going to i'm going to say i'm going to say that for me growing up i was like mm, rich 
Yeah, unquote. money was definitely part of it. But like, if you had like full bottles of shampoo and conditioner, I was like, mm, <laughs> y'all are like rich, rich. <laughs> you guys aren't refilling so, your water. You're you're not putting water in it and like shaking it up to get all. Oh, for real? I got you. Now. Like you guys just buy new stuff. Why? I got you. I How? Com- I totally understand. What I thought you were oh, saying yeah. is you're like. They're, they're just filling it up. One use, fill it back up. One use, fill it back up. No, no, no. I mean, like, they they, they had shampoo and conditioner that was, like, full. It was like, yeah, you can use it. It was like, what? To for, me? For real? So this may be a little bit more Mark sign of wealth because it definitely was. But a Mark sign of wealth, which, I you know, again, early on at least, I would associate wealth with a little bit of sophistication. Uh-huh. Those fridges, man, you got the fridge with the ice dispenser and the water dispenser. Like, you were loaded. I was just, I, I didn't have to see anything else. I see that fridge, I'm like, this is the house. These people are rich. I thought that was good. So when I was in like a, I don't even remember what kind of a class it was. It was like home economics or something like that. Okay. They, when I was in like sixth grade, you had all three trimesters and it was like one was wood shop class. One was like a financial something class. And then the other was like a sewing and baking type class. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, in the financial one where we were learning about all of this stuff, I remember we played a game that was like. What kinds of things do you want in your life? Like, do you want to be able to have like ice cream or do you want to be able to yes. have like what what kinds of things do you want to be able to go out once a week or twice a week or whatever for this? Okay, this is how much you need to be making. And this was back in like 2006. And they were so, really reading the room. They're like, you guys are definitely, you guys fast food all the time. Gotcha. Gotcha cover. Which was great because I was like, oh, wow. Okay. So like <laughs> if I want ice cream in my house, then that means I have to be like rich. Or make like a decent amount of money, and so I just—I didn't realize. I love the idea of framing it from. Do you want ice cream all the time? Here's what you got to make in your yearly salary. Yeah. Ask for this. So then you have. So then you have like a breakdown of like, cool. This is your budget allocated for groceries and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, great. Did that really carry through? Do I remember any of the specificities of it? No. I just remember that if you had ice cream, you were rich. And I was like, oh, okay. Or like decently okay off, quote unquote. That just, that just makes you think. My brother, when, when he used to live in town, now he's <laughs> back, I should ask him if he found him. But he, uh, he found a barber he absolutely loved. Uh-huh. And his barber told him this story about how when he was a kid, the way the barber measured things, when measured money, was in terms of hamburgers. Uh-huh. Because he loved the, the 99 cents dollar hamburgers from McDonald's. And so like he'd go mow the lawn and be like, all right, we'll pay you 10 bucks. He's like, all right, 10 hamburgers to mow this lawn? That's a good deal. I'm going to do this. You know, it wasn't until just now that I realized that <laughs> uh, my economics teacher or whatever basically told me hey just so you know you're like broke because it was like in that moment glass shattering i was like oh we never have ice cream (laughs) bad news everybody you are broke as a joke (laughs) i just had no idea i was just like oh oh okay random wow that hurts right here teacher you told the kids they were broke i just told them they want ice they can't have it now Good news, except for two people in the Valley. Today, someone is going to get told, hey, that was bad. You should be embarrassed. Because Friday's the conclusion of Park Narcs on VFX. Mm-hmm. Pinned to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Nominee number one. Lines mean nothing. 45 degrees. Perfectly looks like it's angling to pull into a spot. Decided, before it even crossed the whole car in the line, to leave its back right tire out. Because, why eh, not? this is my spot. Yeah. Nominee number two, this sidewalk is made for trucks. Honk. Same thing as nominee number one, back tire sticking into the second spot. But this one also decided to ante it up and decided 
I'm going to park my front tires on the sidewalk because nobody's it's it's all part of the spot. I like to ha- I like to have my front end elevated a little bit. It's just it's good it's good for my truck's health. Really? For serious? For serious. <sighs> for serious. Vote for the one that is the most annoying at Utah's VFX like I said pinned to our top of our Facebook page and the winner's going to get uh, some cool prizes. Make sure you're voting and of course submitting your nominees because few times a week, we give away uh, some McDonald's meals to those that vote and submit nominees. Yesterday, someone uh, submitted their Park Dark nominee. They won two free meals from McDonald's. Could be you as well. Utah's VFX, all social media. You don't want to have your weekend ruined, McCall, because something's weighing you down. Right. Something you got to get off your chest. You got to vent, and it's pulling you down, and you just can't, can't deal with it anymore. Luckily, you have very trusting and will barely make fun of you friends in AJ and McCall. Yep. True. Time for Confessional Friday. You don't want your weekend ruined because there's something weighing you down that you could just vent, feel better about, confess. Of course. Get it off your chest. And, you know, do so with among friends who are properly going to maybe roast you a little bit, as true friends do. But then all be like, yeah, I was an idiot. I did this as well. Right. AJ McCall for the Automatrix Debate at 8 on VFX. Confessional Friday. Yay! I love it. I love it. I do. Just because, like, we've all done dumb things. We oh. all are doing dumb things. Factual. All I, the time. I can prove it to you. We got uh, one uh, message here on our social media. It says, when I was 13, I was locked out of my house, so I tried to break in by wedging windows open. That night, my parents sat me down and my sister to t- uh, say someone had tried to break in the house. So they were arranging for brand new windows and locks costing thousands and thousands of dollars. Oh, no. I said nothing. Yeah, I don't think I would say anything either. Oh, I definitely would not. But I mean. I Sort of did that one time oh. when I was trying to come home from school, elementary school. I lived like three blocks from it. My buddy was with me, and I had forgotten my key, mm-hmm. and I didn't know what I was going to do. So then I thought, oh, I'm kind of a strapping young lad. I could do this. I put my shoulder into our back door, and I knocked it not out, not unlocked. I knocked it down. Oh, no. I cleared it from the hinges. So we got in, and then my mom was like, so you did that? And I was like, yeah. And then she was like, was anyone with you? I was like, oh, yeah, Seth was. She's like, great. 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 So uh, I guess along the, that vein, I locked myself out of my house when I was in Vernal. Okay. Terrifying. Terrible thing to do. But I did. And the lock on my door in Vernal is like, it was really like it had a pin that would come up and like go through like deadbolt-ish. Mm-hmm. So I was with my friend Alicia and we had gone up into the mountains and like played around for the afternoon. We come back. I'm like, oh my gosh, I left my keys inside. I can't believe that I did that. So Alicia's like, no worries. I'll climb through the window. She climbs through the window. She unlocks my door. She opens my door. I get inside. My keys are not there. Where are my keys? No, no. They're in my purse that is attached to my being. You're just a great friend, McCall. I know. It's my confessional. My bad. Here's another one. Years ago at a house party, I was so mad I dropped a bottle of milk in the kitchen. No one saw. My friend got blamed. It was forever nicknamed <gasps> the Milkman. The Milkman. Sorry, Dan. Sorry, Dan, the Milkman. So this one I don't feel as bad about because it's just a great story. And that's just what happens at parties. My buddy Jeff was hosting a Halloween party. And it got to the point where everybody had kind of hit their pace because you don't in college you don't pace yourself. No. And so everybody kind of hit the wall for a second. So that's usually the time everybody goes and gets food. So somebody went and picked up food for all of us. And my buddy Jeff had a chicken quesadilla. Delicious. And the reason I know that is that he then proceeded to not start to look not well. And I said, 
Sink! Sink! Because literally three strides to his right was the sink where the trash can had also been moved for the party. What he decided to do instead was find it hilarious that I was yelling at him because I was laying on my back at the floor looking up at him and then bend over and then lose no. all of his dinner right there on the floor that's while terrible. laughing the entire time. Yeah, that's awful. I never came up with a nickname for him for that. He denies it still to this day. I was like, I watched you do I cleaned it up. So I exa- know exactly what I was found. Another friend of ours was passed out in the bathroom, but Jeff was such a good distraction, nobody knew that. <laughs> Just call him Quesadilla, man. Uh, he probably should. Can I do it now? He bought his own house. If yeah. it's hit for tack, I'm gonna. Buy, I'm just gonna go throw up chicken all over his kitchen. Mm, no, <laughs> that's no. <laughs> you uh, can sh- share your confessions on uh, our Instagram, AJ McCall, and then today at like four, we're gonna get on and talk about those, and then confess even more stuff, which would be great because you know, freedom, freedom, it's the best. <laughs> AJ McCall on Instagram. We'll keep it anonymous. Uh, speaking though of confessing. That would mean that at some point there was something you felt that you needed to hide just a little bit. Maybe not so much lying, but you hid it. But that doesn't mean that you also don't lie. Like maybe you embellish just a little bit. Just a little bit. McCall actually found a really interesting statistic when it comes to applying for jobs between men and women, which to me I still don't really get. So she's going to try and explain it to me again. Yeah. I feel like it's commonplace to not lie, be very clear, but embellish when it comes to your resume. Maybe just exaggerate a little bit because you can pick it up or it's close enough what you do or you're just making yourself, you know, you're fluffing a little bit. Just poofing it up. AJ McCall at VFX. But apparently that is not the case. Well, it's not the case for everybody. No. So there's a um, there's a conversation that's happening right now about people who have lied about getting jobs or lied lied on their resume to get the jobs that they want. And I found a really interesting article that I was just reading the other day that said, um, it's like, don't get me wrong, okay, because like 47% of statistics are made up on the spot. So like, it's something like women will apply for a job if they are if they are 97% qualified, they'll hesitate because they're not 100% qualified because we don't feel like, oh, well, that... I'm not I'm not 100% qualified but on the other hand like men will apply for a job if they're 60 to 65% qualified they're more than likely to apply for a job which is shocking to me because like for me I know when I was like applying for jobs before I got this one I was like oh I don't know how to use this specific software that's very niche to this company so I just don't know that that would not, they'd never hire me because I'm not capable of knowing how to use it right off the bat see and that that I mean, I've thought the same thing. Like, there's a specific software must be affluent and whatever. But I've thought, eh, I'll figure it out. You know, and that's the crazy thing. Like, I've always thought, yeah, I'll figure it out. But then, then it comes down to, it, oh, well, there are more qualified candidates. I'm not. It's it's a waste of my time. I mean, maybe, maybe ultimately that's the case. I'm not saying I've had a great strike rate in terms of I've been unemployed before, and I'm not. I don't know that I've had a great striking gold rate when it comes to getting jobs. But I just, it's just crazy to me that that's. If that statistic is true, that it's thought of that way, because to me, I think you you shoot for mostly qualified. And if there's a couple things that aren't like, you know, out of the realm that I could either pick up or feel like within a little bit of embellishment, not lying, but embellishment that I couldn't figure out. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. I'll take a shot on it. It's I would love to hear from like people 
Because this is how, I mean, it's really how I feel. It's how I felt about things. It's like, sure, I would, I guess I could be qualified for jobs and I'm not, a, before we go on, I'm not applying for jobs anywhere before somebody calls my boss and I get fired. So I, I this is just something that it's always like, stop it, stop gasping. It's always like racked my brain because that's just how I've thought of things. If I'm not basically 100% qualified for the job, I'm going to go in there feeling maybe less confident or whatever the case may be that, no, I can't accomplish that job. It makes sense. I mean, I just, I assume that we were all wired the same. You embellish a little bit. You, I would, well, I mean, I don't expect, I don't think a majority of people have a great grasp on who they are. No. So I, I could understand that part. But to me to say that you're 96% qualified and still hesitant, that's crazy to me. Dude, like if I was 75% qualified, but like, yeah, whatever I think, unless, unless it's something like, say I applied for a job and they're like, we need you to be a hard worker, diligent, whatever. And then you need to be really good with your hands. I'm no, I'm not doing that. Right. Because I'm not. Well, and then then the conversation comes up, like, do you embellish on your resume? Because, like, for me, that's, mm. like, obviously I put nicer words with it than, yeah, I know how to talk good. You like, fluff. a little bit of fluffing, but I don't, I wouldn't ever, like, oh, so I've got three years of experience when really it's, like, two and two months. Yeah, I think there's a certain amount of rounding that goes into it. I don't know about that. That's kind of a big jump. That's almost an entire year. I just, I just didn't know if, yeah, if where the where the realm is there. I, don't, I think it's to each their own. I think you, you to me, embellishment is something that you can realistically defend without actually like putting yourself in a place of like, yeah, I'm lying. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, I would never say, for instance, for instance, on mine, like I've put, I've never been given the title of assistant program director, but I've written it down because I was the right hand man of every program director I've ever written, worked with on my station. That would be an example to me of embellishing, not lying because I took all the responsibilities. I just wasn't given the title. Mm. So I think I can defend it and be like, yeah, I worked on music. I know this. I picked their brain. I know they're talking about, was I ever given the title? No, but I had the responsibility. So to me, that's embellishment. Okay. That's what I would say. See, I'd never do that. Like ever. That would never be because it's like, oh, man, they're going to call me. Then they're going to call me out on it. Then I'm gonna never going to lose the job because obviously then I'm not qualified Confidence for it because McCall. they can see that that, that I, they're going to see right through me on it. Yeah, I'd never be able to do it. Confidence, McCall. Confidence. That's like, no. <laughs> Got this. Not that she's applying for anywhere. I guess we'll reiterate Yeah, again, clarifying, again. not happening. <laughs> Staying here forever, probably until I die. <laughs> so... When it comes to the interview process, one of the sayings you might have heard is flattery doesn't uh, will get you nowhere. Uh, ironic that that came up because a buddy of mine is actually talking about getting a different job. Um, not McCall, again, for clarity's sake. Thank you. He's actually talking about getting a different job. And I started giving him some advice and I kind of defaulted to cliches only to realize these are stupid. Buddy of mine is thinking about switching jobs. However, he faces a conundrum because it's not a slam dunk one way or the other. So just a little background, AJ McCall at VFX. My buddy works in uh, wildlife and forestry management, and he currently lives in Oregon, but he spent a big chunk of his life in New Mexico working various jobs there. Mm -hmm. So I don't think geographically he cares one way or the other, but the responsibilities for the potential New Mexico job he could take, he thinks in a vacuum that's the job he would rather do. The problem is he would take a significant pay cut going from Oregon to New Mexico and so he's torn because he would like the job more, but also means he would lose a ton of money. So he's talking to me about it, and we're talking it out. And I ended up accidentally slipping into the cliches. And I said, well, you know what they say, money doesn't buy happiness. And I thought to myself, that's stupid. 
Look, well, I'm not saying if you're rich, you're the happiest person in the world, but look, I think it, my life at $200,000 and my life at $20,000 a year, they're entirely different, and I think the one at $200,000 is probably having a good time. Well, you'd think. I mean, that then that gets into all kinds of psychological and uh, philosophical topics that we just don't have time to get into. Oh, but Okay, you're skeptical, but how about this one? Because I looked up a list of these cliches oh, now good. and I've torn a bunch of these apart. How about sticks and stones may, be- may break my bones, but words will never hurt me? In Look, theory, is great. I've never broken a bone before, so I have nothing to base it off of, but words freaking hurt. Yeah, words are not great. Good news is, you know, again, there's all kinds of philosophical and psychological things right, that you, you can work through. You and keep like, doing this. Right. I'm going to keep doing it. Then okay. how about you'll sleep like a baby? That saying doesn't make any sense because you know what babies are notorious for? Not sleeping well. No one's like, oh, newborn parents, they're going to sleep a ton. Well, the baby, the baby itself, very well rested. I mean, really, what do they worry about? Stress? No. Job? No. Boss? No. They sleep with no stress. So I think that's the reference point that they're getting at. But So okay. when they actually sleep, it's great. If you defend this one, then there's no helping me. Okay. How about the saying, there's no there's no such thing as stupid questions? Oh, man, there's so many stupid questions. There are so many stupid questions. I we mean, thrive on stupid questions. Yeah. <laughs> Could I put gasoline in a plastic bag and put it in my car and transport it home? No. Speaking of which, here's Idiot. a great debate for you. A friend of mine on Facebook shared. Which oh. is your favorite plastic bag to put gasoline in? Their nominee... Target bags. You know, if we had a Target here, I would probably know better, but <laughs> I don't know. I have, so Lowe's has started doing like really good, like plastic bags. They thick. <laughs> There's your nomination for something you should absolutely not Never do. put, please, roses are red, the grass is green. Please don't fill plastic bags with gasoline. If it's rhymes, then it has to be true. You're welcome. <laughs> That's your nursery rhyme for the year 2021. Did we ever expect we'd get it? No, but there it is. You're welcome. I don't expect there to be reviews online determining which plastic bag is best. Better not. Hold gasoline. Maybe there is. Maybe there is. Uh, with that being said, though, uh, one of the things I did suggest to my buddy, I was like, well, maybe you should you know, review the company, see what you think. I mean, that, it, anything you could do to gain insight will help. Yeah. And I suggested that knowing that they're there, and you would think with something so powerful in my hand all the time, a la my phone. The internet. The internet. I would use that. New restaurants, places to visit because if I travel, but nah, I just wander into it blind. (laughs) Reviews are a thing. I completely ignore them. Fun fact for everybody, the internet absolutely exists. I've seen it. And it can be extremely helpful. I sometimes see that. AJ and McCall at VFX, you think... With something in my pocket constantly and in my hand more often than not that has access to the internet, which is such a great and powerful force, I would take advantage of it, but I don't. See, my buddy's thinking about moving, thinking about switching jobs, and so I told him, well, review the companies, review the areas, you know, housing, all that, expenses. You need as much information you can gather before you make this big decision. And I gave him that piece of advice, full well knowing I absolutely do not do that at all. There are reviews on probably just about everything. I travel constantly. Uh, Fairly regularly. Constantly. Not constantly. He's constantly in Europe. Here. Yeah. Uh, Surprise, AJ's in Europe right now. And I, I don't look up anything. I go into it blind. We pick up a couple things, maybe once or twice we'll glance at a review, as opposed to reviewing everything in detail, restaurants, places to visit, attractions, all that. Nah. And I don't know why. Actually, I take that back. I think I do know why. I think the reason is because I just assume the comment section of anything is trolls. Yeah. I mean, for the most part... I go on and I'll like look at reviews for places like 
restaurants because for recently I've been trying really hard to try as many local restaurants as I can because obviously I can go to the chains anywhere, but I really want to try all of the like local restaurants, kind of more underground places that, that aren't as like advertised. By the way, if you ever have any recommendations, you can literally always send them to us. Because we want we want new new suggestions. Shocker, we like food constantly, all the time. AJ McCall on Instagram, but I have been like, <laughs> I I have gone on to like Yelp to see what people have said about it, and I'll go through and look at like the one star reviews, and usually it's like, I waited ten minutes and they had to seat me, and I was not happy. Worst one out ever. of ten stars, you suck. Hashtag worst restaurant. Hashtag ever. worst restaurant ever. And so then I'll go through and sometimes I look at the one star reviews and I'm like, stupid. Like, <laughs> but then I look at the five star reviews more often than not. And if there's somewhere that I'm not quite sure, I'll look at even like the middle ground reviews and see if they had any grounds for it or if it's like, oh, you just don't give five stars. Got it. The thing I normally, Kate, I'll just look at the star rating as a whole. Really? Yeah. That's, I'll just, if I'm going to look at anything, I'll be like, all right, what is the overall consensus? Because I assume there's a reason for it. And then I don't want to read the, the comments because, again, I just assume the comment section of everything on the internet is full of trolls. They're either Surprise. lying or being sarcastic, which, don't be wrong, speak it fluently. It's great. Pass. Yep. But you, again, I, I realized that about myself. It's probably something I should take advantage of. It's like there's information right here. It's like whenever anybody posts something like, hey, can someone tell me where a really good blah, blah, blah is? I know. It's like internet. You you can Google it. Yep. It's it's right there. And I get the personal recommendation thing, but that would be what the reviews are. It's right there. Yep. I don't know. Am I alone? I feel like I'm alone in this one. I feel like I'm the only idiot that's not taking advantage of completely free information. Do you Pro- probably. read and or review places? Do you read reviews? Do you write reviews? What did you share that we are totally going to not steal and not give you credit for? We're not going to do that. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor. We're playing VFX's Facebook roulette. Like, comment, and share the best posts we find. Best one goes on VFX, so make sure you're friends with AJ Knight, McCall Taylor. McCall, what did you land on? Well, I landed on my friend Bailey's post. It says, marry the guy that says, call me when you get home. Have fun on your girl's night out. I saw a horse for sale, so I bought it for you. (laughs) I like that. I landed on meet me memes, which says a picture and it says, it's a bunch of clowns sitting at a table and it says my past selves watching me make the same mistakes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you can win. I like it. Haha. <laughs> uh, same. Clowns are terrifying, but they make great memes. I also love the one where it's something, basically it's the dude putting on clown makeup and it's something stupid you think and it's you going through the stages of rationalizing. Ah, oh, it's the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find and add us across all social media. AJ and McCall on Instagram. That's AJ A N D M C C A L L. You can anonymously vent and confess your confessions. Yeah, surprise. And uh, four o'clock this afternoon, we're going to get on and confess and and friendly roast some people. You know, as true friends do. It's going to be a really good time. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna turn it into Friday confessionals again. Exactly. Like AJ said, four o'clock this afternoon. True friends roast you to your face. Fake friends talk about you behind your back. That's right. That's the one and only key difference. Uh, AJ and McCall again on all social media. You'll see stuff all over our Instagram. And then uh, AJ Shift 7 McCall. We're going to be doing the after show. So at 1030 we'll be on Twitch. And that's AJ Ampersand Shift 7 McCall. And the same thing with the podcast. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. All of that. 
you can find uh, everything we've done ever in as long as we've been the AJ McCall show. Forever and ever, amen. Which is quickly coming up on four total years. We're going to have a party. We keep saying that. Everybody keeps saying, yeah. I got to be honest. My cynicism tells me they're not going to do it. Look, AJ, I hate to break it to you. We have to orchestrate it. Ugh. We have to orchestrate it. Do you want to de- have a party? That seems to defeat the purpose of the party. Nobody's going to celebrate us. We have to celebrate us. So do you want to celebrate us or do you not want to? Because yeah. if you if you don't want to. No, I do. Okay, great. Because I was going to say, speak now or forever, hold your peace. So cool. We're going to orchestrate a party. It's going to happen. Tell Monday for the AJ McCall show. Happy weekend. And don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.